Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm so happy we're back. It's episode 16. It My is. My favorite number. It is. Episode 16 of Borderline Alone. Look at us. Okay. Welcome I think we keep saying, like, welcome back, it's us, hello. Here we are. Mind-boggling, we're back at it again. To our friends, yeah. to our fans, our friends, our friends are our fans, yeah. one big family here. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I hope you are all having a wonderful Tuesday so far. Yes. Monday's over, woohoo. It is. Yeah, currently it's the weekend, so we're just chilling. But... Yeah, but future Monday, hopefully it goes hopefully by it quick. Hopefully it goes by quick. Yeah. And then... We're on a it's rocky Tuesday. road here in Ontario. We are. It's a little rough seas. Yeah. But, you know. I mean. Nothing much has changed. <laughs> Still can't do anything. So. But we are going to bring some positivity. We are. To your Tuesday. Yes. And whenever you're listening to this. Exactly. Yeah. So let's just get right to it. Mm-hmm. Spotify song of the week. Yes. Michelle, hit us. So with my song of the week, it took me back to fun I'm so excited. I have no idea. This song makes me want to shake my booty. Oh, a movement and a groove. It is so fire. Okay. So (laughs) fuego. Oh, is it Espanol? It is Espanol. Wow. I listened to my fire playlist, my fuego playlist the Uh, other day, and I was like, oh, this Spanish. You're going to add this one. I have a gasolina playlist. Yeah. And this has been added. El Boomba. El Boomba. (laughs) This song is called... La Mama de la Mama. Oh. By El Alpha Chal Prodencino. <laughs> Pina Colada. <laughs> CJ and El Cherry Shom. Beautiful. <laughs> no offense to any. I'm so sorry for that pronunciation. That but this song awesome. is fire. We're going to play it later. It okay. literally is like. A dancing, twerking, like windows down, summertime. It makes me want to, to go beach. to like down south on the <gasps> beach. Drink like a tequila sunrise. Yes. Like a little Corona. Yes. Some yeah, more tequila. A little mojito. Yeah. Ugh. So that just brightened. That made my made me a little bit more happy. This week has been so gloomy, so we need the happiness. Yeah, it's definitely wow. a happy summer gasolina vibe. That's such a great Wonderful. yeah. What to talk and I about. had wow. it to be on the playlist, so we're gonna fair. Play it yeah. <laughs> fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that was my week. How was your week? So Kate and I we drove to my parents' house yeah. earlier this week yeah. to get some stuff that we'd left there to bring back. So on our way there, I had created this playlist maybe a couple weeks ago called power ballads because Fire. you just those songs that you just want to mm-hmm. like blast and belt yep. out yeah i was annoyed because i was trying to like research other people's power ballad playlists insufficient yeah well some of them were good they were like female power ballad mm-hmm, songs mm-hmm. and i'm like but like the but dudes, the males they too can yeah it out too. <laughs> so i was like i feel like there's, there's just a big miss here yeah so i compiled a list yeah. of my favorites and Okay, the title may be a little misleading. Kate had politely and politely told me that they're not all ballads. They're like just power, power songs. Power tunes. Yeah. But like power ballads. It's the heart yes. different. Yeah, yeah. They're the ones that like they you the soul comes yeah. through. So anyway, so I put together this power ballad playlist. Whatever, if they're not actually ballads, but they're fire it's powerful. Songs. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're great. So 
I had played it. Kate and I were just driving home. We were on going up the highway. And we, I just put, I was like, I don't know what we want to play, but we both love singing in the car. Like yeah. there's no conversation ever unless we're going through like a drive through where we need to talk about something. Yeah. Otherwise it's just blasting singing. tunes. Yeah. So we were, I was like, Ugh, cause she was driving. So I'm DJ. So I was going through and I was like, what do I want to play? So I put on this power ballad playlist. Cause I know she knows all the words to all right. the songs. Cause we have the mm-hmm. same taste mm-hmm. in music. So I put on this play- playlist. Well, I put on this playlist and Right as we got off the highway, one song came on, and I had added it to the playlist, but I hadn't listened to it. Okay. Anyways, it came on, okay. and it brought out a whole other side of both of us. It was tongue-tied. <gasps> that is so crazy, because I was literally thinking about that song. It is like, such a good That tune. song is so good. I was actually thinking yeah. to pick that song today. <laughs> yeah. That weird. is insanely yeah. weird. But both of us, like, the that song, song is so, so good. good. And it brings me back to, like, oh. being 11. Yeah. And <laughs> thinking I was feeling, feeling heartbroken <laughs> at 11. All the feelings, yes. <laughs> that but is such, such a good a song. Good song. We, both of us, we're we, playing that on the car. Yeah. Knee slap. <laughs> Hey. Yeah, it was one of those that we wow. just turned it up, and it was like we hadn't listened yeah. to it in years, yeah. years, and yeah. we, it was you, you know all the words. So anyway, that is such that's a my spot great song because like, it brought back wood. so many good memories, oh. and I know everybody knows it. You mm-hmm. might not know that you know it by like but the you know title, it. but yeah. you know it by Faber Faber Drive. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Ah, it was so good. Listen Brand to it on our podcast. Yeah, oh, so good. In my room. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we can't do this. <laughs> oh, so good. Where you are. Yeah, that is my Spotify song of the week. Great Favorite drive. Two so great good. songs. Yeah, guys, Fire. check out our playlist on Spotify. Yeah, it's I feel like it's getting good. It's getting it, really good. I'm, yeah, I want to shuffle it. Yeah, it's gonna be amazing. <laughs> yeah. We Just, got 16 weeks worth of songs. We do. Well, 16 times two is what 32. 32 plus a, plus our special guest. Can we just have a moment for my like quick mental math? 16. That is Kumon working well. <laughs> yeah, good job. Thank you. <laughs> Mom, money paid off. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah I did. She's like, worth it. Worth every penny. <laughs> All right. So this topic of the week yep. has nothing to do with the songs that we picked. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But we have a, we have a vibe going we for do. the week. So I think we're going to have to make this a part one, part two. Yeah. So we'll do part one this week and then we'll bring it back next week for part two. But part one, this is kind of the general idea is mm-hmm. Michelle and I got talking about, uh, well, because we were chatting about like updates on our like dating apps and whatever, because we talked about it a couple weeks ago yeah. on the podcast. So we were just chit-chatting about it and we were talking about how, you know, is really dating online, mm-hmm. is it, what's the success rate versus like meeting someone in real life, the traditional more traditional way. dating, yeah. yeah. So I was really curious about it. And then I kind of got into like, what is love and, you know, how does it work and kind of What's the best way to find love? Yeah. And maybe a little bit more of like the science behind love, if Mm -hmm. you will. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so I got into researching it just a little bit. Again, such borderline Borderline irrelevant research. research. So let's keep that in mind. Yeah. But anyways, I figured I'll start with the kind of like sciencey things. Yeah. And then for part two, we have a really fun twist. My passion will come into play. Yes. My passion for reality television, specifically <laughs> love, romance, reality television. Just wait. Yeah. Just, just wait. Buckle 
in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Okay. So, so good. Because we're going to do part one, part two, the part one is kind of like the science behind it. So it makes a little bit more sense. So when we yeah. get to So next we have some borderline episode, background for yeah. my irrelevant facts. Yeah, but actually, because we were talking about it and there were all these different shows and we were wondering like why some works, why yeah, some don't how, work. How they can. And, and I even feel like this is a stretch, but you can <laughs> learn something from watching reality shows. Because it's kind of like seeing people in their in their own behaviors. I don't want to say natural behaviors because it's kind of like scripted sometimes, but I also anyways, think we'll get to there's it. an interesting difference between when you like you look at yourself and you're like, oh, I'm this type of girlfriend or I'm this yeah. type of boyfriend or I'm this person in a relationship. And then you watch a reality love show and you see that yeah. person who has essentially like the same outlooks or the same qualities in them that you have in you and you're like "Mm, not cute like exactly (laughs) yeah it makes you reflect maybe i need to change that up a little bit but because you like maybe didn't think it was that bad yeah but until you see it third person yeah and you're like maybe hashtag learning yeah you can Mm -hmm. let things slip and slide a little bit right okay so with part one i titled my little doc (laughs) my google doc (laughs) what's love got to do with it so what does it got to do the science behind physical attraction so we kind of well borderline <laughs> i went and i googled it i googled, googled it, it. <laughs> yeah. googled it i googled it and i typed in the science behind physical attraction okay. and this article from harvard came up so oh, that's not irrelevant we are <laughs> we're stepping it up educated here <laughs> so the article begins to explain the basics so like mm. what is love and it talks really more about how you can type into google essentially like the biology of love okay. and you will get an array of answers okay the array of answers, it doesn't necessarily give you concrete responses because love is such a, it's a feeling, yeah. right? So you can't tell someone what they're feeling or what they're not feeling is love or it, isn't it's love. It's different for everyone. It, it's it, very yeah. subjective. Yeah. yeah. So the scientific basis of love is sensationalized. So it's quite difficult to draw firm conclusions about every single piece of the puzzle. So love can be explained through chemistry. So the question really is, is there a formula for love? And what is it or what does it mean? Mm -hmm. So feelings and emotions are actually universal, which we all know, which is why I think all love songs or all songs really are love songs. Famous books and literature have transcended through time and movies have been made Mm -hmm. about the greatest love stories which is like me, hopeless romantic. Like if you go on my watch list on <laughs> Netflix, or like watch it again. Yeah, I think I've watched the entire category of yeah. romantic comedies. Rom, it's a great the rom droms, yeah. you know, all of them. And that's why it's really annoying. Kate and I will be flipping through, and she's like, "What about this one?" And I'm like, "It was seen good. It. <laughs> it was good." And she's like, "Is there one you haven't seen?" I'm like, "No, no, no <laughs> the no, ones no. that haven't been released yet, I haven't <laughs> seen. But everything else I've seen, because I think I'm a hopeless romantic at heart. Are you?" Absolutely. It's dangerous. It is dangerous. It's so then, dangerous. Like reality strikes and you're like, oh, so no one is outside my window with a boom box. Right. Like professing their love to me. I know. Where are okay. they? <laughs> they don't exist. I'm willing and ready. <laughs> I just want to text back. Yeah. Same. <laughs> That's it. Uh, okay. Because I was thinking about it and I'm like, love is such a universal feeling. It doesn't matter who you are, what language you yeah. speak, what you do. You understand that you want to feel love and you also want to give love, Yeah. right? So the human brain Mm. is actually what produces the feeling of love. It's not your heart. 
Oh, so I have to blame my brain. You do, which is why, hold up. So, <laughs> you know when up. you like walk into a coffee shop or something and you okay. see this like stunning human being. Right. For us, it's male specimens. Yeah. Well, for me, it is. I don't yeah. know about you. But. I, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm not going to put words in your mouth. A male or yeah. a dog. Yeah. <laughs> there. There's two. <laughs> So you know, when you like see someone yeah. and they're just initially like like stunning, annoyingly attractive, yeah. yeah, and you have to maybe it's the barista at whatever Starbucks. coffee shop yeah. you're in, yeah, and you have to speak to them, yeah, and, and you nerve. get like you get the little butterflies, knees weak, palms are heavy, <laughs> yeah, the whole wait, no wait, knees weak, palms are sweaty, Mom, arms are arms sweaty. are heavy. Sweaty palms, knees weak, arms are heavy. That's the one. Mom's, Mom's spaghetti. spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you see someone you find attractive and you try to talk to them, you kind of stutter or you start sweating. I start sweating. I'm sweating yeah. now thinking about it. <laughs> and your heart starts racing inside your chest. It's yeah. your heart, like the heart pounding is where the feeling of love we thought originated. Okay. It actually turns out that love is all about the brain. So according to a team of scientists led by Dr. Helen Fisher at Rutgers, Romantic love can be broken down into three categories. Mm. Lust, attraction, and attachment. So each category is characterized by its own set of hormones, which stems from the brain. So lust is testosterone and estrogen. Mm -hmm. Attraction, uh, it's dopamine, norep... How do you... I don't know how you say this. Norepipine... N-O-R-E-P-I-N-E... P-H-R-I-N-E. Norepine. Norepine. And then serotonin. That's attraction. So I think the Isn't serotonin like also happiness? Like that just general like feeling of satisfaction? Same kind of thing. Yeah. So then the last one is attachment, which is oxytocin and vasopressin. Oh. Yeah. So. Sounds like a drug. I'm right. So keeping those three, what is it? The three categories. Yeah. Keeping those three categories in mind. Kind of thinking about how like lust, attraction, and attachment mm-hmm. all can translate into online dating. Yes. Okay. So is there a difference between online dating versus dating in real life? So traditional dating. Yeah. So it's like strangers to lovers or lo- like friends to lovers. Yes. So because I was really curious about it and there's so many people who are on the apps and they're dating and the people that they've met are like literally perfect. Like Mm -hmm. I know so a a few, a few people and they kind of instill the, it's possible, you know, it it gives you hope. Yeah. Like one of your friends, she just got engaged engaged to her Tinder boyfriend. Yeah. Like my sister is essentially practically married married with hers. (laughs) I have another friend. Like we know there are like, it is a possibility Yes, but I will say, in my own personal experience, I haven't seen someone in like my, like our age group. Yeah. If you were dating someone before online dating kind of came up, like if you didn't meet someone in high school or university, yeah. now I feel like if it's very difficult to meet someone organically in the traditional sense as our age group. I feel like the only option, like. Once we graduated school, Mm -hmm. I feel like our, you know, mix with between peers and and, and whatever, like once you're out of school, you don't have that ability to mingle with people of your same, 
age group and then you go mm-hmm. into work but then work is always really tricky because Ooh, tell me about it <laughs> work is because it's first of all and everything's an hr issue which is yeah. fair but also it's a concern you don't want it to look unprofessional and also say something doesn't work out awkward. then it's awkward yeah right so also that's kind you, of like, tricky and how do you do it at, yeah, like, <laughs> like, but how do you put it out how do you put yourself out there in a way that's not so obvious? Yeah. Like, I get being confident. I'm totally all about, like, own your shit and just, like, yes. what's the worst they say? No. Yes. That's terrible. In the working world. Yeah. Like. But it's even worse at work. But that's, no, but that's what I mean, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, you can be confident. Like, I'm fine. You go yeah. up to a bar. You see someone hot. Yeah. You're just like, hey, let's, let's make out. Yeah. You know? Sure. But. When you add an element of, I have to see you every day, we work together, like, the bosses are around, and I have to, like, pretend to be, not pretend, but, like, there's your personal side and there's your professional side, and it gets so sticky. It's very gray (laughs) when you want to blend the personal and the professional. I feel like it's almost gotten more difficult. Like, I mean, my parents met at work, and I know a lot of people that my parents age, whatever, they've met at work, and it was normal. That was fine. Well, think about it. You spend 40 hours That's, of your day with these exactly, people. Exactly, right? Or your so, week, sorry. Yeah. Three hours so, of your day. Woo! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what job do you work? Yeah. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> um, but now I feel like it's just like a sticky situation. So the only real option to meet new people, other than, as we mentioned kind of before, joining extracurriculars and kind of expanding your social bubble, which is great. Um, but the other only option is really online. Yeah. So that kind of, I'm going to pause that part because we'll come back to it. Okay. So the difference, is there a difference between online dating versus the traditional dating? Yeah. So online daters can tell if they have a connection with someone just after 30 seconds of a video call. Mm. I have personally never video called someone Um, that I've matched with. I have. Interesting. What did you think? Did that make, like, did you get like 30 seconds? You were like, "Mm, no. I met the person. Oh. I didn't meet him again after, but I met him once. It was fine. But after the video call. After the video call, it made me it made me validate that he was a real human and it made me feel more comfortable meeting him. Okay. Yeah. So it did, like, I feel like when you're texting someone, you kind of have your own perspective of who they are and how, like, you don't hear their voice when you're texting because you've never met them, right? Yeah. But if it's a video call or even a phone call, it kind of puts like a name to a face to a name. Yeah. And it validates the person. So I feel like that does make a difference. But as of recently, I haven't video called anyone. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, interesting. Yeah. So would you agree with the 30 seconds? I would. I think I would too. Yeah. I feel like it's the, if it's the first time I'm going to hear their voice. Yes. Or it's the first time you hear see. Hear their mannerism. See, yeah. Like, yeah. Like you just see them interact. Yeah, exactly. How like they function. Because <laughs> clearly I did my video call, felt comfortable enough to go ahead and meet him. Yeah. If I didn't get a good vibe, like, then I wouldn't like, oh, no. Yeah. So digital dates soared by 36% during lockdown with six in 10 single people admitting that they would say that this is the new normal. Yeah. And I would say, I feel like that number's higher. Six and ten, that's only 60%. I feel like we're at, like, at least 75%. Like, for our age group, yeah, I would especially, say for... Especially, like, I mean, like the, the pandemic 20, has made a big difference because we can't actually physically meet... I mean... I feel you, like the 22 to 35-year-olds. I think mm-hmm. that's the largest age group that's taking up online dating. Yeah. I think it's also just an easier way to meet people. 
it is an easier way to meet people because it, it's it's like your whole bio is up there you see your pictures you see your likes you see your zodiac sign huge yeah <laughs> <laughs> your age like it's literally a big da- database that you just filter through yeah and I don't know. It, it's really, uh, it's interesting. It's like you have the whole single, you know, all the singles in the GTA at your finger, fingertips. I think it's also the best way to see if someone like, I don't know, on Bumble, there's like a wants kids or never yeah. wants kids. Like, yeah. it's such an easier exactly. way filter. to filter through. You're like, okay, yeah. if you didn't want kids, you wouldn't put it like... If you wanted kids, you wouldn't put doesn't want kids. Like yeah. people are also a lot more honest about whether or not they are interested in a relationship, or mm-hmm. if it's like wanting a relationship. Yes, just wants to casual. Talk to someone. Ca- yes, yeah. like because then if you're looking for something casual, you can just be like, great, you're looking for something casual too. We Let's, match. Like you know, yeah. it's just an easier thing versus like you see someone at the bar and you're like, oh, you're cute, and they're like, I want marriage my ring size is a seven yeah you're like whoa, <laughs> whoa. we're at bar no so i think it's yeah oh, there's a good enough amount of that where you can filter yeah. through certain things yeah. that but then to counter that sometimes and we've experienced people being inauthentic for sure right like i mean it's you can lie and i don't have all of my desires on my profile i don't say needs to get married yeah no because <laughs> that will scare people away yeah and you know what yeah. i was uh what was it I was reading an article, I think, and they were talking about how... Oh, I was re- reading a Reddit thread okay. as I was researching this. And this one guy put out there that he was like, here are my stats. Okay. <laughs> and so he was like, I'm so frustrated because he's like, I put in effort yeah. and then it's just because I'm not like the hottest dude out there that... Yeah. Like, he's like, I get no nothing. I get no results. And I'm like, you know what? Honestly, I think... The apps are such a confidence boost because you're still hiding behind, like, the angles of your photos. Mm -hmm. And some of them, like, my photos are old. They're, like, two, three. Mm -hmm. It's really your best foot forward. Exactly. But you would want it to be, right? Like, you're not going to put, like, I look like an average person Mm -hmm. because then, you know, you're going to, you also want to make yourself feel good Good. about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So you put your best out there. But this guy was saying, he was like, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm trying so hard. And he was like, the yeah. like questions I get are like, I'll talk to someone. And then they're just like, meh. And then it's ghosted. So he's just like, I give up. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I totally agree. I think this could be very successful or it's very exhausting. If I, you, yeah. you have to make it like your job to, for it, it to be somewhat It's how much it. effort you put into it. But at the same time, I feel like when... Personally, if I get like a really long, lengthy message or if I get something where I feel like someone has tried way too hard, I'm kind of yeah. like, ooh, put off by it. I'm like, ooh, like, I don't know. There's, this, it's, such, a there's a such a fine balance. And I think, you know, especially now when I'm going through yeah. the apps, I try not to go solely based on looks. Like, obviously, I'm not like, you know, but I'll read through like their, their stuff. Yeah. And if I like, if I like one of their answers, I'm like, okay, like whatever, like we'll try it. Yeah. Like it's not, I think it's just really casual where because you're behind a screen, if you don't like the conversation, you can just stop talking to them. Like you're not really committing You much. owe them nothing and you, they owe you, yeah, you nothing. They, you, everyone, exactly. And you know what? They might not like you back, so. And I think that, so that's the thing, right? Like there's people out there who are using the apps as like, I want to find a long lasting yeah. relationship. And then there's other people who are out there that they're just like, 
we're in lockdown. I'm just, I, gonna I'm just bored. Like, Let's just, just swipe. Yeah, it is what it exactly. is. Exactly. So anyway, so we were talking about it and I was researching this and then I found this other article and it says couples who meet online have lasting relationships. Mm-hmm. Couples who meet online are more likely to be successful compared to those who met offline. Interesting. Meeting online and offline doesn't have much of a difference at all. Why? Because online dating is just replacing the traditional way of meeting a person. Mm-hmm. We all know how the world improved when new technology and inventions started to take over. Many people prefer to communicate using their devices because it brings them more convenience mm-hmm. and confidence. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that if a couple first met through an online dating site, they're less committed to one another. I think the idea of meeting online is less like cringy or taboo now because literally it I is I remember just... when Tinder came out and it was for like Hotown. Yes. Yeah. And like now, it literally is just how you are introduced to this person. You could have ran into them at oh, the grocery yeah. store or you matched on an app. Like... There's been a couple times where yeah. someone would be like, oh, so-and-so is seeing someone. Like, how exciting. I'm like, oh, how did they meet? And then the answer is, like, One online, how else? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Okay, great. It'd yeah, be but- shocked. <laughs> It'd be <laughs> like- shocking if it was like, oh, they met at a coffee shop. It's like, what? Pardon me? <laughs> like, it's literally either you met in high school, university. Yeah. Or... Unless... a friend, maybe. Unless you are such a direct person. Yeah. Like, like, unless you have some some sort of... Unless you see this shining, glimmering yeah. stud of a man. Yeah. And you have the confidence to go up go to up him to, in person but, and be like, you are beautiful. Here's my number. See, for example... Never. I would in never real life, that. Yeah. But see, you don't know. Say that man was on a dating app. You could kind of see his stats. Yeah. If he's even single, he couldn't. He might not even be single if you see them no, in real life. But, but at I least do you kind think, of ask and approach and have a conversation. Yeah, and I do yeah. think people who are in relationships and other people go up to them and say, "Here's my number." Yeah, I would look at that as such a form of flattery. Yeah, I'd be because like, thanks. You just, yeah, yeah, because thanks. you objectively yeah said that I am a beautiful yeah, person. That I radiate yeah beauty and it was like wow it like compliments go so far yeah. to random people i was in line at ikea like a couple weeks ago yeah. and i was just like doing the weave to get in yeah anyways this random girl as she was like her line was passing mine i had this new shacket mm. and i was like oh it's my first time wearing it. it i had new white shoes on i was feeling crisp yeah. you know and because i was out in the world for the first <laughs> time in a long time and, you, have a, you won't be out there in a while <laughs> no so i'm a treasure this moment yeah but this girl she was just like probably our age yeah and she was with her boyfriend whatever her brother whoever anyways as we were walking she just like stopped me and she was like i love your jacket you're like and it's a like, jacket thank you and my first response was be like oh my gosh thanks i was like it's from here <laughs> but I'll tell you about it yeah, yeah but like i obviously was just like oh thanks we were moving but yeah. for the rest of the day i felt was like great purchase like <laughs> this is my first time Good wearing job. it it's a win yeah you know yeah and so it's like, i feel like if you're out in the coffee shop and you see someone who's like attractive a compliment. yeah i mean i'm giving this advice but am i gonna take it we'll mm-hmm. see yeah <laughs> i've been in a coffee shop in a very long time yeah. but i do feel like going out into the world i feel mm-hmm. like it's gonna be a frenzy when people yeah. go back to the bars and yeah. people are just over it at this point they're like I'm, you breathe let's, let's go, go. <laughs> let's go yeah i wonder if if it's going to be easier to talk to people or more difficult i think a lot of people have like boosted confidence i think it's a little bit of both yeah i think it can depend because um, I, I know maybe it, it was more of a shock like last summer when 
restrictions started yeah. lifting and we started like mingling with people in real life i was kind of like how do you well, hesitate people I'm like how do you how do you do this but also there's like that level of there's still a like global yeah 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 there's still a, a virus but yeah. like i'm so used to just like being by myself watching tv like daily right yeah. so um but that's interesting because i looked at an article and it was uh from 2019 so pre-covid yeah and it asked people to compare whether um online relationships were more or less successful than traditional okay and 54 percent said that online relationships were just as successful yeah that's more than 50 percent it's more than half yeah so it it literally is just i think it's just a means of meeting people now i don't think it's tacky i don't think it's um embarrassing no like it is what it is and if you're lucky enough to meet someone that way then like why not and so on that note when i was going through that reddit thread Mm -hmm. someone had commented and they were like it sounds terrible but he they were like i have flipped through at least twenty thousand profiles yeah they were like that sounds like a lot but if you think about it you see all of these different people all the time all the time yeah and i think it's ex- this could be like online dating could be very exhausting because mm-hmm. there's so many options and yeah. you are so disposable. Like yeah. if you don't feel any connection to a person, you're on to the next. Yeah. But there's also that level of when you meet someone in person and you're like, mm, I like you or like could go somewhere. Yeah. You kind of give it a little bit more time to figure out whether you actually like this person or not mm-hmm. because you met them in person. Yeah. So you know like how they operate, you know kind of more about them. But Anyways, I just thought it was interesting that there was like, well, there was that difference between online versus traditional. And I think also the pool is Mm -hmm. a lot more dense (laughs) online Online. than there are in real life. life. The only thing I'll say into pro real life Mm -hmm. is that spark that, you know. Yeah, the initial connection. Initial connection. Or even like I found the development between people like you know when you you meet someone and you don't think anything of them at first and then you're working with them or you're at school with them whatever and then like a connection slowly builds and it kind of it's it's like that foundation of friendship where you foster something and then you kind of like sit back and you're like do I like this person like it's like would I have swiped on them on an app probably Probably not. not but because I was forced to be in a group project with you or forced to be whatever not forced but whatever as long as you've had that time to kind of develop something then it's interesting because then you can sit back and you're like hmm like maybe you didn't like hit check all my boxes but I kind of like you so that's the only thing when it comes to online dating where it's like I feel like sometimes you could be missing someone where someone that you would have a connection with but they just don't meet your like vision or your ideal of a person yeah where that you would get that naturally if you happen to come across them in real life I also think online dating if you're like a six yeah you think (laughs) like in real life your dating profile you can make it look like you're an eight Yes. And then if you look like an eight, you think and you acting on confidence that you can pull a ten a ten a twelve you know but then it's like okay and then you go and then let's just say you meet this person yeah. and they're like the 10 and you turn up and you're a six. It's like, hmm. It's kind of like, yeah. well, not saying that you catfished yourself, but there's just like that air of confidence. I yeah. think there's just a, there's a balance between yeah. being confident 
and then also overdoing it you just have to but you have to you have to make it work. Like, you have to sell the fact that you are this person. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's really you have trash to be to as say, No, but. no. I think you just have to be authentic on your profile. Like, I think that's... Yeah. You can either be someone yeah. you are not, mm-hmm. and you're, like, this confident person. You're, like, Confident behind about, the screen, and then when you come in person... Yeah. yeah. And then you're just like, oh, fuck, like, you're a 10. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So... A study from the University of Chicago proved that meeting online is actually better than offline. Okay. They have found that married couples who meet through online dating are happier and less likely to get divorced. Oh. There are a lot of reasons why dating online is a success. It might be because people tend to open up more and be themselves, which are essential in making relationships work. Online dating also gives you a higher chance of finding the one due to its member population. Because mm. yeah. there's so many Everyone's people available. on these apps. Yeah. yeah. Online dating also gives hope to those people who have a thin dating market and have little time in meeting other people. Mm -hmm. The internet gives everyone the opportunity to connect with a lot of different types of people. Mm -hmm. If you have preferences, it'll be easier for you to find the person whom you matched, who matched your personality and likes. The good thing about meeting people online is that you will get to connect with a person that has a different culture and nationality, but with the same personality as you. Hmm. Yeah. I also think apps, like, you you quickly find out you have a type. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, where it's, like, you, you're probably more subjective to your type, whereas in the real world, you could be open to a connection with anyone, depending yeah. on who's in your life, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, internet also increased marriage rates, oh. which I thought was interesting. Huh. So we all know that marriage is not a goal for all people who are looking for a date. As marriage rates increase, it gives us an insight of online dating brings a success in settling down with your partners you have met online. The University of Montreal, oh, shout out, Canada, yeah, found out that marriage rates increase because there are more people who use the internet. Just because online dating changed the way on how dating apps was before, it doesn't mean that it is actually destroying marriage and traditional dating, mm. which I think is a common misconception for like the older generation. Like, when it started out and, like, Tinder was a little ho-towny. It seemed like a very, like, hot or not rating. Yeah. Like, let's just hook up. Which it still is. Like... It uh, is. But I also don't think that the internet is solely responsible for casual hookups. No. People were casually hooking up before. That's... You go to a bar, you bring someone home. Like, that's not new. No. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Funny play on words. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Anyways, okay, so that's all I have for yeah. the part one. Mm-hmm. So I think with that, I, I think the it'll be interesting to hear what we have for part two with yeah. the shows because yeah. that's not online dating. No. Excuse me. Excuse me, Mr. Sirens. Toronto. The people Toronto. who need help. I hope you're interrupting. Okay. <laughs> I hope you're okay, though. Um, so, yeah, so I think this basis of, I think the three categories, like lust, attraction, and... Yep. What was the last one I said? Um, less attraction and uh, attachment. Attachment. Wow, you were yes, paying attention. I, was. I wasn't. Um, I think the three were of those. you paying attention? <laughs> I was. So I hope that was helpful and mm-hmm. a little insight, and it'll make sense next week. Strap it in. Buckle Do some homework up. and like watch an episode of The Bachelor. Yeah. Also, let us know if like you disagree with anything yeah. we've said. All like eight people <laughs> 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 who are probably all in relationships. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Anyways, we're just going to well, go on our we'll apps see now. You at your weddings. <laughs>
We'll bring a nice gift. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll bring my like Tinder date. <laughs> yeah. We'll find someone. It's okay. All right. Well, have a wonderful, beautiful week. It is Tuesday in another Ontario lockdown. Yeah. So stay positive, stay everyone. Stay Enjoy safe. the inside of your four walls at home. Yep. Make yourself something good. Yep. Pour yourself a glass of vino. Yeah. Because that's what I will be doing. Um, same. <laughs> yeah. All right. Enjoy. Thank you again for listening. Adios, amigos. Bye. Bye. Bye.